Thanks for tuning in today, and welcome to Spirit Wisdom, a podcast for joyful living. Your host is Joe Love, a spiritual teacher, intuitive mentor, and author. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. One of the things that I've noticed over the years in working with thousands of people from all over the world is that when people struggle, they try to push their way through it on their own instead of asking for help. You know, their ego gets in the way of calling their spirit back and regaining their flow. And you see, when you ask for help, you're actually calling your spirit back. It's actually a healing experience. You're actually moving away from letting your intellect and your mind run your life And when you connect with your spirit, you're coming back to letting your heart and your spirit direct your life. So in this podcast, I'm going to talk about something that is very important for people who have lost their connection with spirit, and that is to ask for help. You know, people who are not afraid to ask for help have a lot of energy, mojo, vitality, joy, creativity. They live huge possibilities and have great adventures. They make big contributions. You know, I've known and studied a lot of these types of people, and they are people who love, and this is a key word, word, love to ask for help. But our egos, you know, don't like to ask for help. We feel like that if we ask for help, there's something wrong with us, or we're limited, or we're a failure, or somehow there's a shame attached to it, or there's a weakness or a vulnerability that we don't want to experience. But our spirit, on the other hand, loves to ask for help because asking for help invites collaboration. It invites co-creativity. It invites a give and take of energy. It invites new ideas. It invites a way to put things out and receive it. It invites new ways of seeing things. It's exciting. It's an adventure. It's an uplift. So think about your life right now. How comfortable do you feel asking for help? You know, I know that in various times in my life, I was very proud that I didn't need much help. I would go to great lengths to prove to myself that and to others, I've got this. I'm good. But I have realized in those times that I was not self-loving. I pushed myself too far. I hurt myself, I got stuck, and then I got resentful. You know, I'm sure if you reflect on that mindset of, I don't need any help, it's not a happy mindset. So instead, let's think of help as an opportunity to learn and to grow and be supported. You know, asking for help is also an invitation to allow other people to showcase their best and their beautiful spirit and express it. It's a good thing for everyone. Now, in order to ask for help, you first have to get comfortable in knowing that help is a positive thing. You know, where in your life are you struggling? Is it physical? Then maybe you need to ask for a coach or a yoga teacher. Or it could be simple, like, you know, um, someone to go for a walk with. Is it pain? Do you need a doctor or a chiropractor or an energy healer? Or some support there? Do you need help because you're stuck in a routine or need some sort of coaching? 
You know, I know that one of the reasons I have been so successful in my intuitive life is because I've had great teachers who guided me and gave me direction and showed me how to do things I didn't know how to do. So if you need a teacher or a coach, it's a good thing because you'll be receiving support. It's also allowing yourself to be at the receiving end of someone else's expertise to make your life easier. Let me point out that, you know, I have seen and I've been guilty of this, you know, many times in my life that, you know, I've asked for help from the wrong people. What a nightmare those times have been. For example, in the past, there were times when I needed help managing my office, my practice, and I haven't reached out for help because my ego kept telling me, no, Joe, you got this. You don't need any help. You can do it yourself. So I suffered, ended up, you know, having to pay someone who wasn't qualified to help me. And then I got mad and then came the drama. And later I found out that, you know, there were plenty of people, wonderful people qualified out there that would have loved to have helped me if I had just asked before I desperately needed it. And well, you know, we've all been there. So take a moment and seriously look at where am I asking for help right now? And am I asking the right person, someone who can really help me? Help me? Am I asking for someone who loves to help in that way? This is an important point to remember. If we're not going to receive the help we need, we're just going to resent it. So that's a big first step. Who am I asking? You know, for example, don't ask a friend to coach you if, you know, you actually need a therapist. If you need a professional to do a job, then ask for an experienced professional. Don't ask for someone, for example, to build addition to your house if you if they don't have the skills to do it. We all are in this together. So in every part of your life, we need to help one another. It is wisdom on your part to ask for help. Yeah, one of the greatest teachers who ever lived was Jesus, and he had 12 helpers. He had 12 apostles. He didn't try to spread the gospel all by himself. And, you know, I use that as my role model. I have a helper with my physical energy. I have a spiritual therapist I go to because I need an objective sounding board. And I have positive friends who surround me with good mojo because they help me keep my flame burning brighter. You know, I surround myself with people who are creative who are doing what they love and who are taking risks, who are loving life, who are enjoying the the experience of being alive. And that is a big piece of our help, the people who are around us, the people we spend time with. So help yourself by choosing people who have good mojo. Ask for help from people who have the real skills that you need and not judging yourself in making it complicated. My spiritual teachers who trained me said, the minute you struggle, stop and ask for someone to help you. The next, the, you know, in the next part of asking for help, and this is a big part of my daily life, is prayer. I pray many times a day. I pray for guidance. I pray for strength. I pray for courage. I pray for patience. I pray, pray for the capacity to forgive. I pray for assistance in relationships that I have. I pray to remember to be grateful because that helps me a lot. I pray to let things go. 
I pray to release resentments. I pray to expect good things. So ask for help, both from the world around you and the world of spirit. This is huge, an essential component to having a spirit-filled, energetic life. So let me give you a quick exercise. Try this every day. For at least try this for a month. Set your watch or phone alarm to go off every hour. And pay attention at that time when it goes off to exactly what you're doing. Do you need some help? Are you willing to ask for it? Even if it's nothing more than a prayer, which is huge, what are you doing? Are you struggling? Are you stuck? Are you refusing to be helped? Or are you open to help? Just try this for a week and then maybe a second week and stretch it out to a month. Uh, to it becomes part of your daily life. Try this. You know, and I, I promise you, your first week that you try it will be filled with surprises and lots of gifts, happiness, you know, living a spiritual life. So I want to move on to one of the best ways to get into the flow of life and having it be your way of life. And that is to create and be creative, to do things that are creative, engage in creative things. If we're not in the habit of being creative, then we get into our left brain intellect, that logic, right or wrong, all or nothing, me against you, and it dampens our flame. It drains the mojo. You know, at this point, we need to go to our right brain. We need to go to the heart center. You could start with something as simple as getting out a coloring book. This is something that is being recognized, not just in the metaphysical world to spark creativity, but also in the scientific world as well. You know, I see coloring books everywhere today when I go out because they're used by people of all ages. And if you're not being, you know, being in the creative mode, mode lately and you don't know how to get, get it going, get a box of crayons, mix some watercolors and, you know, get a big tablet and just make a mess. You don't need to paint something nice. Just have, just have fun. You know, in fact, a few years ago when I was learning to paint, I had this wonderful art teacher who said to me, the minute you need to make a, you know, make it nice, tear it up and start all over, uh, over again and enjoy the expression of color. You know, another thing is cooking is creative. So bake a cake, cook creative things, make a garden, plant some flowers. If you have young children, create a playhouse, create a new play area. And, you know, for the whole family, create a song, create a new dance, create a new language. You know, just be creative. Learn to take photographs. Everyone with a cell phone today is an instant photographer, if you let yourself be one. You know, everyone's a poet. You know, write a poem or a short story or lyrics to a song or, you know, a jingle for a product. Put yourself in the frame of mind that you were in when you were a little child. You know, we played, we created, we imagined so many things. Imagine taking a trip. You can create a vision board. You can create new outfits. You can create a new hairstyle or a new general or style in general. Being creative is allowing yourself to invent day by day instead of being defined and being stuck in a definition. You can create a new persona. You can create a new attitude. You can create a new energy. Use your hands, use your words, use your ideas, use your vision, and start this week 
creating something new every day and you'll and make it your own and then you'll do it constantly. You can create a new website. You can create a collage of pictures of your family or the things that you love or places that you love to go to. The important thing is to create something new every single day. If you're in a, you know, if you're in the habit of creating in a certain way, that's okay. But that doesn't count. You have to try something new. You have to stretch. Try something you've never tried before. You know, sir, for example, I've had clients who didn't know how to cook and then they took a cooking class and they loved it. And now they're creating all different types of delicious foods. I have clients who, that create flower arrangements because they are so beautiful and uplifting. Try picking flowers and create a bouquet, plant flowers. It really makes a difference to create something new. Every day, wear a new outfit that you've never worn before. Mix things up. Try new things. Don't just go with the same old. And most importantly, consider yourself as a creative person. Consider yourself as an artist, as a creative, an inventor an original. Consider yourself as a person with a great imagination, a person who is unafraid to express it. Create a blog or a podcast. Create a new decoration in your window. Put something fun in your car. Create a little basket of flowers for your bike if you ride one. The idea is to make every day fresh, new, fun, Most of all, create beauty, create beautiful moments, create beautiful conversations. You know, by creating beauty, you're becoming the good fairy. You're you're now becoming the person who spreads positive energy to others. And the more you put out the good positive energy, the more it comes back to you. The more you pay attention and create good energy, like laughing, humor, saying simple things like thank you, please, I'm grateful, good experiences. So see every opportunity, every moment of the day is a time when you create, you can create something uplifting, positive, fun, something you've never done before, said before, or tried before. Create new things. That is how you activate the law of attraction to create more things that you desire. It's a gift that keeps on giving. So the more you share your spirit, the more you express your spirit, the more you allow your spirit to express, the more positive energy that comes back to you. You can create jokes, create new ways of seeing things, create humor, create laughter, create silent laughing. You know, I create this in a lot of my workshops and we have a great time. So create fun, create stillness, create spontaneity. Create in every way that you can. That is the ultimate secret of having energy that lifts other people up. People who create, and especially those who create good vibes, positive experiences, see people with love in their eyes. See people with appreciation. Celebrate people. Tell people how great they are. You know, create safety by being the person without criticism. Create joy. Create spontaneity and fun. You know, if you decide that you're a creator and that you're here to create beauty, love, and positivity, no matter where you go and no matter what is happening, you will have so much vitality. Everyone's going to want to be around you and you'll attract so many good things into your life. 
The key is to remember who you are, a divine, creative, positive spirit. You're a light being, and you live that. You imagine that. You choose that, and you allow that. You don't wait for the magic to come to you. You create it. You don't wait for the good energy and love to come to you. You create that. You don't wait for the doors to open. You open them. And as I said earlier with the exercise, set your phone or watch alarm to go off every hour. And when it does, ask yourself, what am I creating right now? Something good or not? And if I'm not, how can I turn it around? You can create good things with with a simple apology, a compliment, having appreciation, recognition, listening. You can create wonderful new things with a simple heartfelt smile or a warm touch. It's not difficult. Don't make it complicated. If you choose to be creator, you'll have so much wonderful energy that no matter what is happening around you, it's not going to get you down. Now, and this is the best thing that you can do in life. Reclaim the creator in you and create beauty, magic, love, and light. Life can be challenging. We all know that. It's going to bring losses, and it's going to bring disappointments, and it's going to bring difficulties, but it doesn't have to bring us down. It doesn't have to ruin us. Those are just experiences. They are not who we are. The things that you need to remember to do is to live your spirit because that is who you are. That is a light in your eyes. That is a smile on your face, the energy you radiate. Our beautiful spirit is here to create, to love, to enjoy. You know, another key is to have the right mantra for life, the right mission statement. Live, laugh, and love. Live means don't be afraid. Don't hang back because you're worried that you're going to be uncomfortable. Feel fear, but don't let it stop you. Instead, move toward the things that you want to do anyway. Feel fear, but don't let it hold you back and don't hide it. If you feel afraid, that's normal. We all have those experiences. Let your spirit move you through your fears, through any resistance, through what is holding you back. Push through and allow, allow yourself to really live the life that you learn to live. You know, for example, if you want to travel, say yes. You decide, then the doors will open. If you want to change your career or change your path, say yes and begin to explore. If you want to learn to play an instrument or you want to learn a new talent, say yes. That's how you live is to say yes to life. Say yes to life in you. Say yes to life that wants to express it through you. You know, another thing that's really important, and we need that right now more than ever, is laughing. Laughing is so important. So laugh a lot. Make yourself laugh. Watch things on TV or on YouTube or, you know, movies that make you laugh. Be silly and know that whatever happens is not permanent. Here's a mantra I say that I learned, and you know it, it's really powerful, simple but powerful. Say, the situation is critical, but not serious. So laugh a lot, because laughter you know, gets you through a difficult experience. Laughter is your spirit. Even the worst circumstances, they have some little glimmer of hope and laughter, because as humans, we're ridiculous. 
we do ridiculous things. We say ridiculous things. We behave in ridiculous ways, and we have to laugh about it. So cultivate the habit of laughter because, you know, cultivate the habit of seeing what's funny in every circumstance. Make that important. And finally, and most important, is to to love full out. Be courageous. Don't hide your heart. Don't play it safe. Don't withhold. Our hearts are not meant to withhold. Our hearts are meant to be open. And yes, an open heart is going to set you up at times to be wounded, to be hurt. But it's not worth it to close down. You'll heal. The heart heals. The heart is resilient. So choose love. Love yourself first. You can't love anyone else if you don't love yourself first. You, you Choose love and appreciate yourself. Choose to enjoy yourself. Choose to value yourself. You know, love yourself. You have to decide, I'm going to love myself. And, you know, make that choice. I'm going to love myself. You be the one to flip that around. Be the lover. Be the giver. Be the one who smiles. Be the one who says, I can help. Be the one who says, thank you. Be the one who says, you look beautiful today. Be the one who says, you're fabulous and you'll get through this. You're okay and life is good. Be the one to say thank you and I appreciate you. I see you. I I enjoy you and thank you for being in my life. Those who love are the ones who are living in the flow of life because that's what we all want in life. We want to love. We want to be loved. And guess what? You have it. You have a lot of love to give. So take the risk. Give up control. Stop holding back. Give up, give up the feeling like there isn't enough, and there isn't enough love for me. My, you know, this is, this might feel a little different, but you fake it till you make it. Be uncomfortable. Yeah, it's a little different, but I have to tell you, a little love goes a long way. You've heard the expression, the world loves a lover. All of the world loves a lover. So start today and let things I've talked about with you today in this podcast become the foundation of your life. Let them be affirming. Let them be playful. Let them be spontaneous. Let them be creative. Be appreciative. Be courageous. And most of all, be forgiving. You know, all the things that I've talked about in this podcast, if you make them the foundation of who you are and the way you live, you will never be disconnected from your spirit or out of the flow of life. You'll be returning that positive, loving, and uplifting energy to other people, moment to moment, throughout your day, every day. So that's my message for this week. All my love, and I'll see you next week. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. Download any of Joe's weekly podcasts to your favorite device. If you have questions, comments, or would like more information on how to reawaken the voice of your spirit, visit joeloveiw.com.